Well, welcome to our Pini Mizrach Saratova, best parshas by Yechi, and we're talking about the base of Mizrach Shlishi, which is the template of for us when we're in the midst of the confusion of the world. Um, the template for us is the third base of Mizrach. It's that mini base of Mizrach inside you, and that place of clear truth inside you. <laughs> so it says in the Chassidus that. Um, the base of Mizrash used to be made out of stone. What was Mishkan made out of? It was made out of wood, which we're going to deal with when we come to um, Bati Lagani. And so what is that? You're building the base of Mizrash, and it's going to be out of stones. It's not going to be out of wood. Because um, in the future, the base of Mizrash will be, it was a, a taste of um, in the future, the sphere of Malchus will be higher than Zav. What does that mean? The feminine energy will be higher than the masculine energy, that one we're used to. And so, what's the feminine energy here? Stones. They're quiet recipients. They're not big machers. Right? The tree. You know, I'm a tree. I take over. I create a forest. I do this. I do that. You know, I create an environment. Oh, good, there's shade. I need the tree. The tree's a big mocker. It's wood. Very kind of masculine energy, you know, and it's always growing. The, the diamond, the rocks are, they're not, they're quiet, you know, they're sitting there and they're being used the way they're moved around the way they're supposed to move, move around. And that's connected to the idea of malchus. So? Yeah, malchus. This, you know, it's, it's a receiver. But, so in the future, the wood, which is like, that's what the Mishkan is made out of, you know, masculine energy, but the rocks, the stones of the third base of Mezish, those are going to be the real thing. And so, the base of Mezish will be, will be built from stones, dynam, which shows on Malchus. And it's not being built from Atishitim. Third base of Mezish is not being built from wood. It's not being built from something that grows. Something that grows so shows on Zah. Zah is masculine energy. And you say. It's not. The Mishkan was this growing thing, moving. Basically, just sits in one place. And it exudes its power out to the entire world. So, um, and, it's, and the Basimidus will not even be from Barzel, which is lower than stones, which shows on Malchus as it comes down in, into the uh, um, let's jump back for a second. Okay, I'll do one more thing, and then I want to jump back into what is this Barzo thing? That's the third base image will be connected. The first and second without stones also? The first and second base about the image is where the stones. Yeah, I guess they were feminine energy. Well, when you think about it, a base image has to be feminine energy because a home is feminine by definition. A home, um, Something that's on the move constantly, gotta go, gotta go, stuff to do, people to see, places to go, I'm late, I'm late for a very, very important date. That's a masculine energy. You know, let's just stay home and quietly build a, a safe place. That's a feminine energy. So the Mishkan, which is always like, gotta move, gotta move, let's go, back up, on the way, hurry up, back up. That's the masculine one. And the feminine one is the Beisamigdash. So... So, um, 
the basic image of the future will reveal the Mila of Malchus. Not as it is in Aspilus. We're going to see in a second what that means. Not as Malchus. Not as it is in these higher spiritual worlds, but as it comes down into the world. And what does it express? The strength of Barzo. We're going to look into this word called Barzo. Iron. The Mila. Okay, and we're going to see. What does that mean? What is Barzo? This state of Mizish that's going to be built out of Barzo. Okay. Barzo stands for Bila Rachel Zilpaleya, the four wives of Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu, he's our father. Hi, Ta, you know, this is our father, and he has four wives. So somehow, what's Yaakov Avinu there for? He wants to put us in, in complete connection with the truth of Tyra. He is Tyra. He wants us to be in connection with Tyra. We don't just do it straight. We're his wives, so to speak. We're his offspring. His offspring come through his wives. So we're, are, through him, we're either from Dila, Rachel, Zilpah, or Leah. <coughs> Sorry. And what are these four wives of Yaakov Avinu, who are our mothers, basically? Here it says the four levels of Nukva de Klipa, the feminine unholy force. Now, what could that be? Yeah. Uh-huh. the Klipa. So the four Imahas are Nukva de Klipa, which my thought, whether I'm right or wrong, is Nukva is the feminine the feminine receiving energy, which means whatever whatever he says, oh I'm sure he knows what he's talking about. Right? You know, the real remember, you know, the old days the Southern Bell sitting there sipping lemonade and eating uh, whatever, eating cookies, chocolate chip cookies there, and just, oh, whatever the man said, he surely knows what, and I just accept everything. Yeah, so that's the feminine energy. <coughs> what are you yeah. accepting? The feminine energy is what they tell you you, you take in. Today, that's the feminine energy? <coughs> the pure feminine energy <coughs> is receptive. <coughs> you say, this is good, and they say, oh, okay. The feminine energy says, oh, okay, this is good. Now, who's telling us that it's good? Keep us. There is an element you see in the media today. <coughs> oh, this, it's good to hate Trump, or it's good to feel this, or it's good to do this or do that. The Nukva de Klipa looks to me to be that energy in which we simply are brainwashed into believing all kinds of not good things because they tell us to think it. That to me seems like Nukva de Klipa. Does that make sense? So the world is really full of Nukva de Klipa now, if I, if I understood it right. Brainwashing by the media. Oh, so I'm just saying, so what's Nukva, what's nukva de, de Kedusha? If you have your nose in the Maimarim and really integrating, get it from Torah, integrating deeply the ideas and making them practical. Because that's what a woman does. Somebody brings her a paycheck and she makes it into a meal. So somebody brings you a mimer and a truism, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? We're uh, uh, a so what do you do with that? It's like a paycheck. 
What are you going to do with seeing you as So feminine energy says, I know how to make it into an actual life skill. That's the feminine energy. So to me, Nukva Deklipa may be what we have from our four Imahas, Bila, Rachel, Zilpa, and Leah, is that ability to take what the world is dishing out in, and to take what's being dished out in, in, in Tyra yes. and make it into something. Don't just, you know, what do we accept? You know, but what does Bati Lagani mean? What does that line mean? Integrated. Integrated, created into a life skill, a tool for life. That's why the the, the shear that I did on Bati Lagani, you know, the, the, the supermarket with the organic vegetables, but there are no bags there, what do you do? It's, I'm using it as a dogma for what Bhati Lagani is teaching us. What do you do? Because once you can picture, well, I don't know what it means, optic and Arik, but I know what, when I'm in a store and they don't have any bags, then all of a sudden I know what I'm talking about. Good. So let's feel it. And then let's go back to the mind and say, oh, <coughs> that's what the mind is talking about. Okay, great. And that becomes Nukva to Kedusha. Thank you. <laughs> So we're just saying in a world of Nukva de Klipa right now, or as it seems to me, where, where, where people are in a very kind of feminine way just accepting crazy philosophies as being truth and being, and just no filter, no filter. They turn on their TV, they're told that whatever, I'm not even going to mention, you know, they're told that this and this and this and this is normal and it's not normal and it's certainly not holy. And Tyra says this is forbidden. And, and people are like, no, but it's really a choice of, you know, uh, every person has to be the master of their own, and all that other stuff. This is, to me, Nukva de Klipa, that they're, they're literally taking in unholy hashkafas without filtering it. The filtering is more masculine energy. You know, I'll, I'll see if I think it's true. The feminine is like, oh, surely they're telling me the truth. And so it seems to me that's Nukva de Klipa, and that's why we have to counter it with Nukva de Kedusha, which is take everything in Tyra and bake it into a cake, make it into a life skill, make it into something very practical. Um, don't leave it in the hands of the rabbis to learn the Maimarim and say the fancy words and say, wow, what a brilliant rabbi, because you have no idea what you're saying. Let's be quite honest. And you sometimes... When people come out of a shir and you say, how was it? They say, amazing. What did he say? I don't know. What do they mean, amazing? Meaning, he said such stuff, I have no idea what he said. He must be brilliant, and I must be stupid. No. He just doesn't know how to bring it down. Don't think that it's an amazing shir because he used fancy words. Demand to understand what it means. Filter it through your feminine way of doing Okay. So, what are the things we see here? The savior of the four, our four mothers of Barzil, Bila and then Rachel, Zilpa and then Leah, means, now, Bila is not the real mother. She's, she's the maidservant. And so is Zilpa. She's not the maid. Rachel is my mother. Leah is my mother. So why, excuse me, why is the maid coming before the, the actual woman, the actual wife? Because that's the, Excuse me, the Seder of Le'umazet. The maidservant comes from below. The maidservant comes first. Your cleaning lady tells you when you should start cleaning for paper. 
Excuse me? I pay you. Said, oh, Mrs. Next Door, she already cleaned Pesa. She did you no good, you no, right? <laughs> yeah? So in Kedusha, the Seder of Barzel comes from above to below. That, um, and in, in opposite of Kedusha, from below to above. Um, in, oh, in Kedusha, also, you do have this order, which is what? In Kedusha, you do have Bila, Rachel, Zilpanle. Yes, in Kedusha, you also have the maidservant first. How could that be? How is the maidservant better than the real mother than Rachel and Leah? So what you want to know is the following. Our imahos, our four, our, our mothers versus our fathers, right? Rachel, Leah, uh, Rivka, oh, Sarah, Rivka, Rachel, Leah, okay. And our father, that's four of them. And three of them, Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, our fathers. Who are higher? The mothers. What does it say about Avram Avinu? Whatever Sarah tells you to do, listen to her. Because Avram was tuffle, was secondary to Sarah in the via, in, in prophecy. So he was told by Hashem, listen to her. She's, she's higher than you in prophecy. It's like the situation in the future that will be in the cave of the The masculine will be higher than the feminine. Asha Skyla Terras Bila. The feminine will be higher than the Sorry, correct. Thank you. The feminine will be higher than the masculine. So that's the way it was in the time of Avram Avinu. For a few moments, kind of, or Hashem said to Avram Avinu, listen to your wife, she knows better than you. And he was Avram Avinu, so he was willing to accept it, I think. And what it will be in the future is the sphere of Malchus will go higher than all the other spheres. And that's the way it was by the Avais. As it says, there were three who tasted in this world, from the world to come, Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, Bakomi Koko. And so we're going to bring this to summation with really this powerful paragraph. The Mila of the maidservant over Rachel and Leah. What does that mean? Um, Rachel came along and gave her maidservant to Yaakov. She gave her maidservant to Yaakov. She said, and I will be built through her. Pretty amazing. Nobody would stand for that kind of stuff over here now, right, in this generation. Now, what is it really, though? But it's our mother. We're their children. It's our mother. And she said, I want to have children, and I will give you my maidservant. And somehow that means that my maidservant will become more important than me. So what's that? Very simple. Here's a very... The maidservant will. Watch this. The moths are the level, our mothers are the level of Malchus the Asilis. What is Malchus of Asilis? In the world of Asilis, all they do all, long, all day long is see Hashem and love it. They see truth, full power, they have clarity, they openly Hashem is revealed, they love it. They love it. Now, just when you come to the end of the world of Asilis, it's like, oh my goodness, what we see here, no one's ever going to believe us. We see Hashem openly. The minute we go into the world of Bria, they're like, ah, oh, come on, right? They're like, yeah, you guys, and say, I'm telling you, in the world of Attilus, we see Hashem directly. So what do you have to do? Create a bridge. 
to filter down what is going on in the world of Atilas, all the way down to the lower world. It's called Malchus of Atilas. There is spirit in Atilas. You experience open godliness. Yeah, it's kind of like what I was talking about in Basilagani. You go to this place where they have all the organic produce for free and a giant warehouse, but not even cash and carry. You can't take it out of the place. Amazing. All you can eat. So in Atilas, all you can eat. In Atilas, you can't take that visibility of Hashem out. Because as soon as you go into a lower world, he's blocked. You can't see him. We do have the essence, but again, the revelation of Hashem. So Hashem created something called Malchus Vatilus, the ability to take the reality of Vatilus where Hashem is openly revealed and bring it down to a lower place. Who are the physical embodiment of this re- this kind of energy? Our mothers, Imahoyz. That means Rachel and Leah. Rachel and Leah are the bridge for us from the world of Atzilus, where Hashem is openly revealed, down to the lower world. Rachel and Leah. However, what about their servants? Their servants are Malchus as it comes down to the lower world. Bila and Zilpa. <coughs> They're the bridge to the lower world. You're going to see in a second. And that's why um, Evan Masu Abbaynin Heights of the Rosh The Avais were building Malchus. I mean, what are we here in the world for? To build the Malchus of Hashem, right? What do you think Avram Avinu and Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov were doing? Hey, Avram Avinu, Yitzhak, Yaakov, what do you do? What do you mean? We're building the Malchus of Hashem in the whole world. There's nothing else to do. If you're Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov, there's only one thing to do. Build the Malchus of Hashem in the entire world. Right? So, of course, they were doing that. What else are you going to do? That's what they were hired for. You know, what else are you going to do? So they are building um, Malchus, the Malchus of Hashem. There's only one thing. They couldn't do it alone. They needed their wives. They needed their wives to do it. That's right. The Shulchan needed their wives. The Avas built Malchus through union with their wives, through their marriage with their wives. But watch this. This is amazing. They didn't want to marry the maid. Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov did not want to marry the maid. Why? Because they said, you know, that's not nice, but, you know, no, not because of that. The shifras, the, the maid servants, are from an energy that enables you to bring all that holiness down to the lower world. They said, if we marry these women, they will, through them, we will be able to bring open godliness down into the lower world. That's not our speed. Not our speed. The men said that. They said, we don't believe. You know the famous story, right, of the Magid and then the, and the holy the holy manuscript of the Magid on the ground. And 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 Pinchas Carter was upset because this is private, holy, intimate secrets of Hashem. You don't just have it flying all over the ground, right? The Avos felt the same way. Hashem's open revelation. This is private, intimate 
secrets of himself. You don't just make this available in the lower world, like, hey, yeah, hey, God, hey, uh, you know. You don't just do that. You don't just throw the truth about Hashem. It's like, it's like, you know, do you ever find a photo of yourself that, I'm dealing with that now, right? Uh, that somebody took a photo of you and it was not a photo that is for the public and they sent it online. So it happens all the time. It happens all the time, all the time right? Yeah, it wasn't such a bad photo. I just looked junky. But, but I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, let's say some like exalted mashpia is um, blowing his nose in and not very polite looking way and somebody takes a photo of him and sends it all over the whole world viral not respectful right okay so when Hashem is openly revealed in the Silas the Yavo said this is not respectful to take a photo so to speak of Hashem as he is in the Silas and just send him throw him down in the lower world no I'm sorry you can't do that and they understood that there the 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 um the mahos, the um, shifas, the maidservants, that's what they're here to do. To go down into the lower world and bring whatever they see down into the lower world. And they said, it's not appropriate. It's like these little ladies, these little girlies, I'm, I'm making it very crafty. These little girlies, if I show them a photo, so to speak, imagine. Um, it's kind of like, um, um, what's an example? You have, you know, they have once in a while in the library, like these pictures of the Rebbe, very private kind of pictures. It's not for people to look at. The picture of Rebbe and Chaim Mushkin until Kostashvat, no one ever saw it, right? No one ever knew, or except for um, people there. Regular people never knew what Rebbe and Chaim Mushkin looked like. Only after Kostashvat, then they have those pictures, right? So imagine. So these little girlies, you know, the, the, the maidservants, they're like, oh, great, and I've seen it happen. I've seen it. I was once somewhere, and someone passed around a photo of a certain very, very, very special person that she had in her private collection, and people started taking photos with their phone of that photo. And the woman, I don't know why the woman didn't realize it was going to happen, but she was so upset. This was a private photo, not to be just thrown all over the place and sent, sent around. Make sense? So Avramiyas Pazyakov, they're like, you have a picture of, so to speak, a picture of the Rebbe. You have the visibility of Hashem and these girlies that you hang out with. They're going to like, let's show everybody, right? That's, that's the Virgas. That's the Shifa. That's the, that's Dila and, Ra- and Zilpa. So the Avay said, if we marry these girls, you know what they're going to do? They're going to take all the private information of Hashem, about Hashem and they're just going to fill the beans to the whole world, to the lower world. And we don't want to. We don't want to. We don't want to marry them. If we marry Rachel and, Rachel and Leah, they can be trusted. You know, they're not so... Uh, but it's a different thing. So, just to end off here... Um, so Dafka by Avram Yitzchak Yaakov marrying the maidservant, which is Malchus as it comes down here into this world, Nasa Binyan by Malchus, the Tafka That's how they really build Malchus. 
In other words, they they didn't want to do it, but they had to marry these maidservants because that's the way they were going to build the Malchus of Hashem in the world. So they really, it was against their will. It wasn't, oh, she was such a, you know, nice looking, that's not the point. But rather the idea, Shifa Kisirish Virta Lamailusa, the maidservant being first, means she's from the lower, grungier world. She's going to force Hashem down into the lower world. But Hashem is saying, you know what? It's tough. That's where I want to be ultimately. If I keep staying in, you know, the nice places, and that connects to Bati Lagan, if I keep staying in the nice places, the higher world, where where they like me anyway, so we're always going to have this split. I'm going to stay with my fans. I'm going to stay with my fans. They're like, oh, we love Hashem. He's amazing. And all my non-fans, well, what are we going to do with them, you know? We have to appeal to them, too, because my Malchus says Hashem depends on the people who are not my fans. And therefore, the point is Barzel. So let's finish it off with this. The base of Nidish being built out of Barzel, iron, meaning, forget about the physical iron. We're talking about this energy in which the, the maidservants come first. There's the our four foremothers, so to speak. Dila, Barzel meaning Dila, Rachel, Zilpa, and Leah, a whole energy in which there's a master plan to bring the deepest holiness down into the lowest way, and it becomes a good thing. And that's what Bati Lagani is also about. Uh, Hashem is saying, you know, this doesn't seem like such a great place for me in this lowest world, and it's going to get crazier by the day. Bring me there. You know, call the taxi, call the Uber, we're going. We're going. We have no choice because our job is to make the world into a Dirbitak Tzadi. So may we build the base of Mishnah of Barzel immediately and uniquely through, if it's all about Barzel and it's all about those four women, it's all about really, really the Mila of the feminine influence. So we're in our heyday, and it's not a simple thing to really step into understanding how to use our powers and really powerful way, but um, obviously we can do it. Uh, when we say Nukva de Kedusha, and may we find ourselves in the face of Mikdash Shlishi immediately now. Yeah.